Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just What we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. From KQED in San Francisco, I'm Priya David Clemens, in for Alexis Madrigal. Never mind, I'll find someone like you. I wish nothing but the best of you. A great breakup song brings catharsis and often a good long cry. These songs can mediate the ache from a long-lost love, a messy goodbye, Or that person you're never, ever, ever going to get back together with. Thank you, Taylor Swift. But a breakup song doesn't have to be about a relationship. It can be about a job you're leaving behind, a city you're moving away from, or a friendship that's run its course. We're talking about breakup songs, and we want to hear from you. What song got you through a tough time? That's all coming up next, after this news. Time of our lives, we Welcome to Forum. I'm Priya David Clemens in for Alexis Madrigal. And folks, we have a great show for you today. We are talking about breakup songs. Having a go-to breakup song feels like a rite of passage. It's that song or songs that mirror those feelings of despair and desolation, anger and revenge, Good riddance and goodbye. In college, I remember when my roommate basically turned off all the lights, pulled the blanket over her head, and played Chardet on repeat for two weeks. For another friend who was more angry than sad, Carrie Underwood was the perfect post-breakup voice. anger. You get the idea. The breakup song can help us heal and understand our feelings and move us forward. And our guest writer, author, and musician Brontes Purnell has one to recommend. He's the author of the book 100 Boyfriends, and his most recent piece for the New York Times magazine is I've listened to this breakup song a million times. Welcome to Forum Brontes. 
Hey, how's it going? Can you hear me? I can, loud and clear. Thank you for being on the show. You have listened to your breakup song for at least what feels like a million times. What is the song? Um, It is Lady Ray, Piece of Me. And what is it about this song that hits for you? Well, I think, you know, um, singing isn't just about like someone like, you know, singing pretty or whatever. I think she really inherits the character in this song, like the cadence of it. Um, the fact that Brown, the that record label, their their backing band is just it's one of the most amazing modern day soul labels um, that happened. It was the timing of it. It was the timing of it. It was just at that right moment in your life. You know, why don't we go ahead and take a listen to that song right now? Lady Ray, Peace of Me. You've been the best of times you walked me through my darkest days. What must have turned around? I asked myself. For listeners who may not be familiar with the artist, tell us a little bit about Lady Ray. Okay, so Lady Ray is, uh, she was, um, her name's Nicole Ray. She's actually from California. I think she's like from Milpitas or somewhere like that, like somewhere south of here. But in the 90s, she worked with Missy Elliott and she had that song, Make It Hot. And so she's kind of like a 90s R&B person that's reinvented as, you know, an indie soul chanteuse. Mm. Oh, wait, is it chanteuse or chartreuse? Chanteuse <laughs> is the singer, chartreuse is the color, right? That's right, that's right, chanteuse, <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. definitely. Yeah. Well, and you've noticed that sh- her sense of soulfulness in this song is really what draws you to it. And you say that early on, you heard from someone else that there is nothing like the voice of a black woman that brings the real thing to breakup songs. What do you think about that? No, okay. The story is that I was in my 20s and I was at the Eagle. And I was talking to this older gay white man who said that he only has black women therapists. And he was like, yeah, I like my health care. Like, I like my house music. I want a beautiful black woman telling me that everything is going to be okay. Hmm. And at the time, you know, I was in my younger PC phase. I was like, how dare he say something like this? But the older I get, I was like, you know, that white dude was right. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's who I want singing to me. Um, and it, it, I don't know, it just really, it really, it really struck me. Because also, let's be very clear here, too. Like, we live in a time where songs are just so different. Like, even R&B has changed. It's gone over to EDM. And, you know, songs are generally about, like, yeah, I was at the club. I had sex with 12 people. I don't need anyone. We're all going to die young. But soul music, soul music at its core 
soul music still begs for love, you know? Mm-hmm. It still is very vulnerable. It's still very humble. And sometimes, you know, no matter how many self-help memes I read, there is this part of me that thinks it's very human and very strong to just sit somewhere and cry and be like, you know, actually, I do wish this person loved me back or mm-hmm. I wish this was different. So yeah, it's and- nice to be reminded that you can be hurt even, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, that the world can make us so cold. The, the world can make us very cold. And sometimes being reminded that you're human and that you like actually need someone like even sometimes too like that that's that's a great feeling you know crying cleans the soul and so it does it's a nice i don't know it's always a nice song to go to for sure you know let's talk about the role of breakup songs in our lives because they don't even need to be about relationships although often those romantic relationships are what just pull at our soul Breakup songs have a broader space and place in our lives. No, for sure. And it's like, um, my father was a very, very, very funny guy. And when I was very young, he would always, he always told me that love as we know it was something that poets invented to sell poems. Like true love is never quite the way they paint it, you know? And so I, I, when I listen to a breakup song, I always, I'm always thinking of it as, you know, I take it very literally about breaking up with something, but also just metaphors, just metaphors of loss. You know, it is very human to lose something. Nothing stays forever. And I don't know, grief is so, grief is so necessary to the process of being human, you know, and because without grief and without these kind of ponderances of things we lost, we can't really allow new things to come in, you know. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like, I don't know, it's all part of these kind of cycles, mm-hmm. these really necessary cycles. You know, I think that, also to, yeah, please oh, go oh, ahead. I'm so sorry. I'll, I'll let you go, Brontes. Oh, um, you know, because sometimes, too, it's just like, you know, I also think that, like, there's a million of them and there is a way in which it's like superficial sometimes because like i don't know i have sat there and cried about relationships where that relationship was shattered in a million bits all over the floor it it was both of our faults it's never coming back but it just still feels good to feel like nostalgic for it you know um but when I heard the Lady Ray song, there was something more, there was something more genuine to it about that. At the time, also, I was, I was on tour. I was in on the East Coast, and I was opening for this band, Bikini Kill, and my band. I finally, you know, I've been a alternative rock kid since I was twelve. My band had finally got signed to Sub Pop and did a single. But at 41, I decided I don't want to sleep on couches and carry amps upstairs anymore. So I felt like I was breaking up with kind of my career as a rock musician. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even a person that I was crying over. Um, and so that, I think, is kind of one of those things that stuck with me about the song. It's like, in my, um, in my best of times, you walked me through my darkest days, you know. And that's kind of what music had always done for me, but... I don't know. Now I think it's time that I move on to like veganism or baking or something, maybe crocheting. <laughs> I don't know. Do you have another song that you'd like to share with us that has touched your soul like this for a breakup song? 
Oh my God, of course. It's the only breakup song. It Okay, what I'm about to tell you is the best breakup song written in the history of man. And that is X Factor by Lauren Hill. There will mm-hmm. never, ever, ever be a better breakup song than that. Tell me who I have to be to gain some reciprocity. You will never find a better line written in any song about a breakup than that. Period. Tall, tall order there to try to get through with that one. Oh, we've got a little bit. And we both end up Beautiful voice, beautiful song. Let's listen to, uh, we've got a comment coming in here from Alex. He writes, my vote is for already gone by the Eagles, works for romance, jobs, even friendships or toxic family relationships. These are all things that are worth trying to fix, of course. But when the time comes for them to end, it is better to be the one to end them than to be the one who suddenly realizes that you are already gone. Coming up after the break, we're going to bring in another guest, Courtney Smith, who is the co-host of the podcast Songs My Ex Ruined. But before that, let's just <coughs> chat a little bit about what you, we'd like to hear from you, because this is a topic everybody can get into. What's a breakup song that got you through a tough time? What is it about a song that was meaningful to you? Give us a call now at 866-733-6786 or email your comments and questions to forum at kqed.org or find us on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram. We're at KQED Forum. Support for Forum comes from San Francisco Opera. Set 10 years after a school shooting, the critically acclaimed opera Innocence takes us into a complex emotional journey where our understanding of innocence and guilt is constantly upended. Kaya Sariajo's ethereal score collapses the past into the present as a community of survivors grapple with how to move forward. Don't miss the highly anticipated American premiere of Innocence, June 1st through 21st. Learn more at sfopera.com. We've all got those parts of our house where the internet just won't go. Well, if you had wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you could worry less about dead spots. Because with wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you get fast speeds, reliable connection in every room, and power for all of your devices, even when everyone's online. That's wall-to-wall Wi-Fi only with Xfinity. 
Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. Ain't no sunshine when she's gone. It's not warm when she's away. Welcome back to Forum. I'm Priya David Clemens in for Alexis Madrigal. Today we're talking about breakup songs. The songs that make you cry. The songs that harness your fury. The songs that are so emo they make you laugh, cry, and rage all at the same time. I'm joined by Brontes Purnell. He's a musician, a writer, and the author of 100 Boyfriends. His most recent piece for the New York Times Magazine is titled, I've listened to this breakup song a million times. We're also joined now by Courtney E. Smith. She's the co-creator and co-host of the podcast Songs My Ex Ruined. Courtney, thank you so much for joining us. Tell us a little bit about your breakup playlist. You don't have a go-to song, but you have a full playlist that you've curated over a few relationships. Oh, yes. And I add to it all the time. Um, Rilo Kylie's Breaking Up is right up there at the top. I really love Lyle Lovitz. She's already made up her mind. And my most recent breakup, the song, the theme has been the high women's loose change. So let's listen to a snippet of loose change right now. Seems lately the love has lost its shine. Used to make me feel like a million bucks. And now you got me feeling like loose change. I ain't worth a thing to Why does this song make the cut for you, Courtney? Well, it's really emblematic of how I feel about that relationship and the really terrible, terrible, badly handled breakup that accompanied it. But I also found after I was clearing my house of my ex's things that there was a lot of loose change, literal loose change laying around, dimes and nickels that had fallen out of his pocket. And now they're just sitting in a little container on my living room table. I don't know what to do with them. And, you know, let's get a male voice in here, too. We've heard a lot of female singers this morning. You mentioned Lyle Lovitz. She already made up her mind. Uh, that is another song that just in- captures this heartache. Mm. It destroys me. Told me she was too young. Well, I knew that myself and I tried to Faster I ran, the more I fell behind Because she'd already made up her mind What is it about that song, Courtney, for you? The moroseness. Some people go to the Smiths for sad music, and I go to Lyle Lovett. It's that he does it both. He does happy and he does sad, but when he does sad, it really just sticks with you. We've gotten quite a few recommendations on our Discord. Martine writes, is Robin's Dancing on My Own a breakup song? If so, I nominate it. Brontes, to Martine's point about whether a song is or isn't a breakup song, from your perspective as a musician, what elements does a breakup song need to be a breakup song? Or does really any emo song count? Robin, is that Robin song is not a breakup song because she was the side piece. So she was breaking up a relationship. I completely refute that. Um, <laughs> I, I'm joking. Um, so uh, we have it actually. So let's I, give it a little listen. There we go. Oh, 
Brontes. Go ahead. She's like, I'm in the corner, creeping out, watching you make out with your girlfriend. <laughs> can you please break up, break up with her so you can be with me? Like, oh my God, like, no, that's horrible. <laughs> Courtney, what do you also, think? <laughs> oh, sorry. But also uh, I, with the Lyle song, he's like, I knew she was too young. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That song, the Lyle songs, um, circa his divorce from Julia Roberts, and there was an age gap with them. Um, but yeah, that Robin song is about being rejected. It's not about being broken up with. It's about not being seen. And those things can be really close. The way they make you feel can be pretty similar. And Brontes, you've mentioned there's a generational issue at play. The songs today have gotten loud. They're all about being independent, being on your own. And what's missing is that vulnerability, begging for love. And I want to bring in another voice here, Asal Ansapur. She's an audio producer who produced the podcast Foretold for the L.A. Times. She's also a former KQED producer and reporter who back in the day compiled a California breakup playlist. Welcome back to Forum Asal. Thank you for having me. So, Asal, you helped compile this playlist, which you can find on Spotify. It's a few years old. I think you had said that you wanted to perhaps update it and you would add some of the most recent songs like, of course, Olivia Rodriguez, who I think is sort of the queen of the breakup anthem right now. Driver's License is one of those songs. Let's take a listen and come back and chat about it. I got my driver's license last week Just like we always talked about Cause you were so excited for me To finally drive up to your house But today I drove through the suburbs Crying cause you weren't around And you're probably with that blonde girl Who always made me doubt She's so much older than me She's everything I'm insecure about Yet today I drove through the suburbs Cause how could I ever love someone else? Her entire album, really, for Driver's License, was like this. Good For You is one of my favorite songs off of that album. And it feels all so tough, so emotional, so raw, definitely vulnerable. What does that song evoke for you, Asal? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I am I am happily married and I am still an unapologetic lover of breakup songs and just sad girl music like this. And honestly, it's not just about this song, although I do love it because it's specific and it sets you in a place in a specific scene. Um, it is so unbelievably melodramatic, which I just think is cathartic to listen to no matter what stage of life or relationship you might be in but what I love so much about Olivia Rodrigo and this just like younger cohort of female songwriters right now is that they sort of give you permission and encourage the release of those big melodramatic feelings um the song cut off right before you know she sort of erupts (laughs) in song and and I just you know, I, I think for a long time, that eruption of emotion was seen as kind of like cringe. And it was more encouraged to be like, oh, I don't care at all. And mm-hmm. to be sort of like the person who who wasn't emotionally invested in a situation or not expressing those feelings of hurt and anger. 
And what I think Olivia Rodrigo does so well in that first album of hers, as does Taylor Swift's, you know, 10 minute version of All Too Well, it's just, it's so over the top. And I think that what it's done for a lot of younger women um, is is sort of, uh, you know, given them permission to embrace those feelings and and let them go and, and to be honest and earnest and vulnerable without um, worrying about what other people might think of those feelings. Yeah, you mentioned Taylor Swift. This has obviously been a summer of Swift. She has multiple songs in this genre. And she also has many that are very empowering. Um, the one that we all know comes to mind right away when we think about breakup songs. We are never getting back together. I remember when we broke up the first time saying this is it. I've had enough because like we hadn't seen each other in a month when you said you needed space. What? Then you come around again and say, baby, I miss you and I swear I'm going to change. Trust me. Remember how that lasted for a day? I say I hate you. We break up. You call me. I love you. If I was in my car, I would be singing that at the top of my lungs. I'm just not ready for all of you to hear my singing voice. <laughs> Courtney, heartbreak, rejection, universal. But many popular breakup songs are sung by women. Why is that? Well, I think we know that it's not women writing all of these songs. The Annenberg Institute has done a lot of work to show us statistically there are far more male songwriters, far more males with hits on the charts. But yeah, I, I would buy. I haven't seen any information to dissuade me from the idea that we really like it when women sing breakup songs for some reason. I think it's because we expect women to do a lot of the emotional labor in our society, and we can relate to it a little bit better when women tell us how we should feel or women give us that emotion to feel, give us permission to feel. Let's go to a call now. We've got caller Melissa on the line. Melissa, thanks for joining us here on Forum wanted to share that um, one of the albums that got me through a terrible breakup a long, long time ago was Seal. And I can't believe no one's mentioned him yet. Seal um, has um, amazing songs that really speak to the heart and feelings and emotions that are universal. And um, I highly recommend. I think it must have been his second. I think it was his second album. I'm pretty sure it was his second album <laughs> that got me through it. Seal, absolutely incredible. You're right. Another soulful, soulful voice. Silas from Richmond, you're on the line with us here at Forum. Hey, good morning. How are you guys doing? Great. Um, so uh, some of my favorite breakup songs have definitely been not the spiteful lyrics. Like, uh, I mean, some, some great spiteful lyrics have been written. I think of Bob Dylan's Buckets of Rain. He says, I love your smile and your fingertips. I love the way you move your lips. I love the cool way you look at me. Everything about you is bringing me misery. Mm. Uh, but I also, I really love the the more uplifting ones, the ones that don't really have anything to do with the breakup itself. It's more of a just, you got this sort of vibe. And uh, one of my favorites of those is a guy named John Craigie, who's a singer-songwriter. He's based in Portland, and he has a song called Dissect the Bird that uh, has gotten me through some really sad moments, and I recommend it to anyone who needs a lift. 
Silas, thank you for that. You know, in that vein of different types of songs and different types of messages from these breakup songs, one that I think is great is Ariana Grande's Thank You Next, just because it does have that message of saying, what did I learn from this relationship? What comes up next in my life? What can I take from what I had? Thought I'd end up with Sean, but it wasn't a match. Wrote some songs about Ricky, now I listen and laugh. Even almost got married, and for Pete I'm so thankful. Wish I could say thank you to Malcolm, cause he was an angel. One taught me love, one taught me patience, and one taught me pain. And let's read some of these comments that have come in. Lauren writes about a song that gave her courage to stand up for herself. I used this Jody Messina song. I've got pride. I'm taking it on a ride to break up with my lying, cheating college boyfriend 25 years ago. I had one of those, Lauren. He was my first love and he really destroyed my self-confidence. The lyrics gave me the courage to finally let go and stand up for myself. My heart still aches a little when I listen to it, but I feel proud of myself. Another one writes... Here I go again, White Snake. This is the only time I remember having a bright breakup song. It was my first boyfriend in high school who broke up with me. Here I Go Again by White Snake was practically constant airplay, and it just felt like the perfect power ballad to help me get over it. And Rose on Discord wrote, Adele's Someone Like You came out the day my boyfriend of five plus years broke up with me via Gchat. That must be like today's version of breaking up via post-it. Asal, tell us a little bit about how the evolution of breakup songs in your life has helped you trace who you've been in your past relationships. Oh, you know, I I love that you ask that because I I think that, you know, breakup songs are so interesting because as we've said, you don't necessarily need to be going through a breakup to enjoy and embrace breakup songs. I mean, at least not a romantic one, because breakups take the form of friend breakups, any sort of transition moments, leaving a job, moving to a new place. Um, So those are all, I think, different breakups that are worthy, I think, of mourning by listening to music. Um, And for me, I mean, I think early on, I was really an embracer of like, you know, the Phil Collins, Celine Dion style of breakup songs the ones that are like again really big and that you can listen to in the car and just cry to by yourself or you know often I'll like walk down the street with these kinds of big songs in my headphones and I'm having sort of like a main character moment where you know it's just me and I'm strutting around but I think that what breakup songs also do is that they help you process things that happened in your life like in my case you know when I was 17. That's sort of why I love the Olivia Rodrigo Taylor Swift genre of singer songwriter, singer songwriters. I think it's because, you know, if I had that kind of music when I was 17 years old, I think I would have felt less embarrassed or ashamed Mm. the way I felt when I was rejected. Um, And I think listening to this music now, like you said, you know, there are songs that make you feel empowered, but it also takes you back to a place. And I think that it helps you sort of process things that happened to you in your past. And, you know, the fact that these songs are so popular and they're so beloved and they rise to the top of the charts, it 
it helps you realize, you know, that it, it wasn't my fault, that thing that happened to me when I was 20, 21. Um, this is a universal experience. It's a part of the human condition feeling that way. And so it's not necessarily something that I did wrong. It's something that everyone goes through or feels at some point. Um, and I think it just helps with those feelings of, you know, loneliness or self-blame or, um, you know, those sort of soul-crushing feelings of rejection. Yeah, absolutely, that you're not alone. Courtney, with your podcast songs, My Ex Ruined, there is that feeling of solidarity. Definitely. And what Ashal just said really resonates. We talk about this a lot on the pod that most of the stories we hear about people's breakups from their teens and their 20s. And a lot of that has to do with that's when music really resonates with you the most. You perhaps don't listen to it with as much passion as you do then. And these songs really take people back to re-experience that moment. There are still songs I can put on that take me back to breakups from that era. And they hurt so much more than the ones that happen as you get older. There is something about that, about getting more comfortable as you get older with these ups mm -hmm. and downs of life. But when you're young, you are so vulnerable. It's the first time. It's that first impression. It's that first heartache um, that often tends to come with you through your life and color the rest of your life in many ways. This morning, we are talking about breakup songs with Brontes Purnell, the author of 100 Boyfriends and the recent New York Times magazine piece. I've listened to this breakup song a million times. Courtney E. Smith, the co-host of the podcast Songs My Ex Ruined, and Asal Asanapur, audio producer and producer of LA Times Foretold. We're taking your calls and comments about the breakup song that got you through a tough time. We would love to hear from you. This year, Miley Cyrus took on the genre with her song Flowers. It's viewed as autobiographical, sort of ripped from the headlines. I absolutely love this song. Take a listen and stay tuned for more coming up after the break. Support for Forum comes from San Francisco Opera. Set 10 years after a school shooting, the critically acclaimed opera Innocence takes us into a complex emotional journey where our understanding of innocence and guilt is constantly upended. Kaya Sariajo's ethereal score collapses the past into the present as a community of survivors grapple with how to move forward. Don't miss the highly anticipated American premiere of Innocence, June 1st through 21st. Learn more at sfopera.com. We've all got those parts of our house where the internet just won't go. 
Well, if you had wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you could worry less about dead spots. Because with wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you get fast speeds, reliable connection in every room, and power for all of your devices, even when everyone's online. That's wall-to-wall Wi-Fi only with Xfinity. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. Welcome back to Forum. I'm Priya David Clemens in for Alexis Madrigal. And that was perhaps the ultimate breakup singer, Tony Braxton, with Unbreak My Heart. Because we're talking about the power of the breakup song this morning, how they make us feel, how they help us heal. And we're hearing from you. We're joined by author and musician Brontes Purnell, podcast host Courtney E. Smith, and audio producer Asal Asenapur. Thank you all for joining us. We also have a line of calls. We would love to hear from you. Diallo, let's start with you first. Hi. Um, so normally when you hear breakups, think of breakup songs, you think of the, um, the give voice to your pain. But I went through a very toxic, um, difficult relationship and I was in it for years and when I got out of it I just felt so liberated uh easy like Sunday morning by Lionel Richie and the Commodores Hmm. it was just um boy it was like wings it was like the wind beneath my wings so to speak so um unusual kind of maybe but it was uh it was an amazing song for me that's beautiful. Thank you so much for calling, Diallo. Let's go to Lena. Lena, you're on the line with Forum. Yeah, the song that um, stands out to me is the song um, You Ought to Know by Alanis Morissette. I um, I have to say that is absolutely one of my songs that I recall as well. Let's listen. That is a fantastic song, Lena. What is it about you? that song for you um, that hits at the core? I think why it hits to the core is because it speaks my experience with an older man, wishing them well, but also angry. Um, <clears throat> I just want to read the line. You seem very well. Things look peaceful. I'm not quite as well. Um, did you forget about me, Mr. Duplicity? I hate to bug you in the middle of dinner. I mean, it all seems to resonate. It was a slap in the face to know how quickly I was replaced. But there's also there's just a range of feelings. There's resignation. <clears throat> there's wishing them well. But there's also anger, and that's the truth, and the hope that 
wish they would have known how you felt, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you so much. That song thank ended you. up being a personal discussion for me as we were talking uh, with my family and friends about this show this week. My husband and I were talking about that line. It was a slap in the face how quickly I was replaced and how in relationships in our past that we feel like, man, I was so broken up. How is it that someone else can move on so quickly? And it's a reminder to me as we had that discussion about how everyone goes through a relationship breakup differently and they deal with that pain in different ways, which is why we have such a range of songs. Courtney, you have heard so many songs along these lines, songs that your ex ruined, songs of breakup and heartache. What do you think about that concept, These this range of human emotion when it comes to breaking up and how that's expressed in music? I think there is a song for every kind of breakup. Like I will break out Lizzo's truth hurts when the moment fits. And then there's a point when you kind of get over the breakup and I'll break out summer camps better off without you. Um, it depends on where you're at. You, I think you can have more than one song per breakup too. There can be a whole playlist, a whole plethora of things that get you through the range of feelings you have about being rejected, about being alone, about learning to live your life again. Let's play Lizzo Truth Hurts. And Brontes, what's the song for you besides Lady Ray that you put on repeat as you pull the covers over your head and wallow in a sea of Kleenex? Um, the, wait, the other song for me for breaking up? I think we talked about Lauren Hill a little bit earlier, right? Oh, well, also, of course, there's my favorite band, Bikini Kill, and they have the song Jet Ski. And it's just, it's listing all the things that I cannot, speaking of women in a refusal of emotional labor, um, the song is just kind of like, I'm not your Hallmark card. I'm not your oil well. I'm not your blood bank. I'm not the funny story that your neighbor's been telling to you. Ain't got no more candy for you. Uh, and <laughs> like, that's right. I, I think it's, um, I think it's just that thing. It's a beautiful song when you just don't feel like doing anything. So, yeah. What about you, Asal? What is that song? Um, for me, it's Silver Spring by uh, Fleetwood Mac. Um, I, <laughs> I love how haunting it is. I mean, time cast a spell on you, but you won't forget me. I know I could have loved you, but you would not let me. And then she's saying that her voice will haunt them. I mean, to me, that's just like the right amount of revenge and despair sort of mixed together. <laughs> Let's go to a caller on the line. Uh, Jasmine. Jasmine, join us on the line. All right. How about talking to Jane? Jane from San Jose. Hi. Um, my go-to breakup song is called Falling by Mansion Air and it's one of my favorite because in the music video it really shows different kind of love like platonic, romantic, familial and just all the kind of love that you'll experience in your life and it's a great reminder when you're really kind of going through it that 
look, romantic love may not be it right now, but you have so many different kind of love around you to uplift you and to remind you that you're you're not your breakup, you're not your relationship, but it's the other ones that makes you feel really great. Thank you for that, Jane. I appreciate it. Lisa from San Francisco. Good morning, everybody. I just wanted to nominate Sinead O'Connor's The Last Day of Our Acquaintance. I think that's a beautiful song that should be in the toolbox of breakup songs. Sinead O'Connor is definitely one of those you feel like you can go into a dark room, close your eyes, shut out the world, and just listen to her cry your soul for you. Thank you so much for that, Lisa. Susan, you're also calling from San Francisco. Hi. Um, I'm older, so my, my favorite breakup songs are couple of decades old. One of them, I think one of the best of them is Bonnie Raitt, I Can't Make You Love Me If You Don't. It's kind of like the, the, the person is wanting to have that last connection and then said, but I can't make you love me if you don't. I can't, you can't make your, your heart do something that it won't. Let's, it's a wonderful song. Let's listen into that for a moment. Just give me to the up this fight and I will give up this fight I can't make you love me if you don't you so beautiful Let's go to another caller now, Brandon. Brandon, you're joining us from Foster City. What's the song for you? Uh, Every Breath You Take by the Police. Oh, so painful and so fantastic. Yes, absolutely. What is it about that song for you? So back in the day, I graduated in 93. I just went back to my uh, high school reunion and I saw this girl, but I uh, had the tape. This is back when you had tapes. And um, I played it over the phone for her. Back in the phone, everybody's, and you had this thing with a cord on it. You had to, you had to push buttons to make it work. And I held the tape up, the phone up to the thing, and I played it. <laughs> and somehow I recorded later on, uh, I had a tape of it, where she managed to call into a DJ. And you used to be able to call into DJs and request a dedication. And you could say, you know, quick blurb, and they would dedicate the song. So she called into the DJ, told how it touched her, and... Um, and uh, they played it. So I got to record her little uh, request. And then I had that tape for a long time. So, uh, yeah, that, that's one definitely, I think, uh, all-time good one, right? Absolutely. Brandon, thank you so much for taking us back to that song. Let's go to some of these comments here. Cecily writes, Somebody That I Used to Know by Gautier, a favorite. Someone Like You by Adele. A listener on Discord has written in, Jeff Buckley is so good for a broken heart man, I still get sad that he's not still with us. Kendra says, the movie Better Off Dead has one of the funniest scenes in a movie. They play a montage of breakup songs every time he changes the radio station. 50 Ways to Leave Your Lover, Breaking Up is Hard to Do, She's Gone, and Hurts So Bad. It's hysterical, helps you find the humor. Another listener has written in, for a full sob fest... It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday by boys to men. And for that get out of here vibe, irreplaceable by Beyonce. We've got that one. We're going to play it for you now. You must not know about me. You must not know about me. I can have a 
Courtney, let's come back to you. What is your song? The song for I Am Not Getting Out of Bed. It is Kings of Convenience. Love is no big truth. It is something that centers me because if I am wallowing so hard that I don't want to get out of bed, it's time for a reminder that I don't have to buy into the narrative that a relationship defines me or even has to be important. Thanks for that, Courtney. Also, super curious, in the spirit of Courtney's podcast, what is a song that an ex ruined? Um, Courtney, let's go ahead and start with you here. Uh, my most recent ex ruined um, Pretty in Pink by the Psychedelic Furs. <laughs> Bronte, what about you? Um, well, okay, I grew up in Alabama, so the breakup song that's ruined for me because they played it too much was Kenny Rogers, You Took a Fine Time to Leave Me, Lucille, with 400, with 400 children in the crop high in the field. Since we're talking about songs men need to sing about breakups, I think that's the ultimate male breakup song. Hmm. You left before children. Jesus. <laughs> a Saul. Oh, my God. I've actually been thinking about this during our entire conversation, and I haven't been able to come up with something yet. So please come back to me. We can check in tomorrow. All right. Well, you know, assault. <laughs> <laughs> let's go to another song that I think is a is sort of a fun one. Robin, Dancing on My Own is one of those songs that talks about, you know, life after a breakup. And we're going to be queuing that one up for a second. How about Cher? I can't believe we haven't brought up Cher yet. Cher is Do You Ooh. Believe in Life After Love, right? What an anthem. All right. It might be the middle of the morning, but I am feeling like I'm in a club, dancing my heart out, getting out all that heartache. Brontes, I hear you screaming. What is this song all about? I love, <laughs> I love this song. And also, Cher is currently dating Amber Rose's baby daddy, who is 35. So, yes, Cher has never stopped believing in love. She is. She's doing great. <laughs> You know, you call in and listen to Forum because of the tea that we spill here, people. That is what this show is all about. Thank you okay. for that update. <laughs> we appreciate it. Um, and we were also talking about Robin dancing on my own. Let's see if we've got that song queued up. Another one. I'm in the corner watching you kiss her. In that vein, a listener on Discord's written in, I will survive, Gloria Gaynor. David on Discord wrote, best almost breakup song about a city. New York's not my home. 
Amy writes, full blast on the car or the radio in the car. Annie Lennox's song, Why? Driving across Death Valley on a most exquisite March morning on replay. That's the thing about these songs. They just burrow into you and they give voice to all of those feelings that we have. Courtney, talk about that for a moment. Just what it means to have this music and the gratitude that we can feel for all of these singers out there. So many of these songs, so many great songs have been brought up today. Silver Springs, I Will Survive, just amazing stuff. I'm stunned no one's brought up The Cure, frankly, but it helps you. It helps you feel your feelings. This is a thing that's so important to to grieve a relationship when it ends, to grieve the person you were in that relationship, and to actually move on past that. You have to feel it. And a lot of these artists just give you the words and give you the feeling to, to do that. Here's the cure. What did that song mean for you, Courtney? Well, I was a big Wish fan. It came out when I was in junior high, and I listened to it way too many times on repeat in my pink bedroom. But we had a guest on Songs My Exera and Dan Solomon, who's an editor at Texas Monthly, who told us a story that should be a cautionary tale for young men everywhere of writing out the le- the words to the song, a letter to Elise, to a girl in high school and passing it as a note as their breakup because he didn't know how to break up with her. He'd never been in a relationship before. And his words, he didn't feel like he had them. But Robert Smith did. We roasted him for this, and rightly so. He roasted himself. You should not do that. This is not a guide. Um, But it was, it is beautiful and it is poetic. And I can understand that sentiment of really relating and feeling like somebody captures what you feel. Yeah. Well, thank you all. I am now feeling empowered, ready to crank up the tunes in my car, have a good cry. I want to thank my guests for joining us now. We have Brontez Purnell, the Oakland writer and musician, author of 100 Boyfriends, and Courtney E. Smith, co-host of the podcast Songs My Ex Ruined. We also have Asal Ansanapur, audio producer and writer. She's a former KQED reporter and producer. A big thank you to all of our guests and listeners. We appreciate it so much. The 9 a.m. Hour of Forum is produced by Blanca Torres, Grace Juan, and Juan Carlos Lara. Our interns are Jericho Ranginger and Amakita Oda Marlena Jackson Rotondo is our engagement producer. Francesca Fenzi is our digital community producer. Judy Campbell is our lead producer. Our engineers are Danny Bringer and Brendan Willard. Our vice president of news is Ethan Tobin Lindsay, and chief content officer is Holly Kernan. Thank you all to all who work on the show and those of you who listen. Stay tuned for more Forum next. Funds for the production of KQED's Forum are provided by the John S. and James L. Knight Foundation, the Generosity Foundation, the Germanicos Foundation, and the Heising Simons Foundation. 
Support for Forum comes from San Francisco Opera. Set 10 years after a school shooting, the critically acclaimed opera Innocence takes us into a complex emotional journey where our understanding of innocence and guilt is constantly upended. Kaya Sariajo's ethereal score collapses the past into the present as a community of survivors grapple with how to move forward. Don't miss the highly anticipated American premiere of Innocence, June 1st through 21st. Learn more at sfopera.com. We've all got those parts of our house where the internet just won't go. Well, if you had wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you could worry less about dead spots. Because with wall-to-wall Wi-Fi from Xfinity, you get fast speeds, reliable connection in every room, and power for all of your devices, even when everyone's online. That's wall-to-wall Wi-Fi only with Xfinity. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Actual speeds vary. All over the country, we need to improve reading in Wisconsin. Schools are changing the way they teach reading. I'm calling for a renewed focus on literacy. We have gotten this wrong in New York and all across the nation. And it's happening because of a podcast. I think your podcast has changed my life. And I'm going to share this podcast with everyone I meet. Sold a Story investigates how teaching kids to read went wrong. New episodes of Sold a Story are available now.